We're live now. Happy Wednesday, everybody, and welcome to Market Overdrive, at which my co-host will focus. Focus, Nick Mamedi. Let me bring you in. Hola. Hold up. Let me get my mic on. Is my mic on? Can you start singing Despacito? Yes. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm not Justin Bieber. You I think you are? I'm just a radio host. No, oh, man. I'm not the that, Biebs. You sing that every day in the office now. Despacito. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because I figure we needed intro music, and we don't have intro music. So yeah. uh, can you please do us the honor? No. Okay, good. No. How about we just introduce our guests and get on with the topic today? What is the topic is, of today? It is the worst topic in all of real estate. It's the worst. Seriously, it's the it's worst It's probably process. the most important topic in all of real estate, but it's also the most <laughs> nitpicky, annoying, brutal... I think everybody hates all city officials in every district when they're trying to accomplish something, and I think that is because of the permit process. It is. And it's you know, sometimes horrendous. we like to have topics that are like, you know, buyer-centric, seller-centric, just people. This one is like overall. Like, I would say attention developers, attention rehabbers, but seriously, when you're buying and you get stuck in a situation where the property, you know, has some permit issues, um, you're stuck with that. And that's why we decided to bring in, go ahead and make an introduction. Uh, I'm going to let you go ahead and do the introduction. Why don't we let our co-host, Graco Funes, make the introduction. Good morning, everybody. I got forgotten again. You're always forgotten. Hi, Graco. How are you? Hey, Graco. What's up, man? You're not relevant. Why don't you sing Despacito, then? (laughs) Despacito. But I am happy happy to introduce (laughs) one of my childhood father figures. Aw. He used to coach me. You know, a lot of people know that I did play baseball. So he called you daddy? He called you daddy? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. We have uh, Joe Glorioso here of Windy City Consulting and Robert Nelter here talking about... Is it Nelter or Nolter? Nolter. Nolter. Okay. Of Windy City Consulting. Of Of Windy City City Consulting. Cool. So thank you guys for being here. And you guys are going to chime in on how we can expedite this process and make it a lot smoother for... Carla, because she never pulls permits. <laughs> no, nope. serious right now. Well, she <laughs> don't. Just one question, Carla. Yes. What no. are all the addresses of your buildings? <laughs> yeah, right. Joe, I thought we we started off right. I we mean, did. I just want to make sure you have everything. I right. said you were a handsome man. You reciprocated, unlike the other evil people. Oh, really, Nick Mamedi? Atta boy. That, that may be my Can wife. Can we take it? Business, 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 business. All right, business let's work. get let's focus. But yes, building permits and business licensing is what you guys do for a living. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Rob, would you like to share? Yeah, Rob. Yeah, so people, they uh, hire us to go down to City Hall and represent them on behalf of uh, their their projects and their businesses. So, you know, we'll take their architectural plans and fill out all the necessary paperwork and be the intermediary, you know, between them and the City Hall. We navigate the system for them as far as, uh, you you know, you don't want to pay to park 30 bucks downtown and take a day off of work and... Then get in line with one form, and after an hour or so, you waited, and then they say, oh, where's the other form, or where's the notarized form? Well, that's just it. Paying for parking and taking a day off work is the easy part. <laughs> I was going to say, it's all this I other crap do that. That, right. they, that they put you through, and it doesn't matter. Like we're, You guys are obviously specialists in the city of Chicago. That's what you guys, I mean, you're called Whitney City Consulting for a reason, I'm assuming. But you know these nuances and problems, they're everywhere. You know, our, we have listeners that are listening to us from the suburbs all the way out to other states and across country. Mm-hmm. This is the same issue countrywide. You know, you need in some places, like you said, we were joking before we went on the air. You need a permit to drink water <laughs> in in certain suburbs. I <laughs> yes. mean, it's it's insane. So, um, I guess that the real 
reason to hire someone like you is to avoid the tape. Once you do pay for parking and take the day off work, there's all this stuff going on. So the give intricacies, us, yes. yeah, the intricacies. Yes. Give yeah. us some of the most. Uh, give us something that people have no idea about as far as what type of stuff requires permits. Repairing your porch. Really? Yep. Just repairing a few steps and some rails, and maybe your rails are too short now. You know why? Cause, cause well, a code some, change. Yeah, somebody could fall over the railing. So we okay. So say I went online and mm-hmm. I YouTubed it, mm-hmm. and I figured out how to do it, and what are the guidelines, what are the height restrictions, and whatnot. So I figured it all out. Why do I need a permit? Because YouTube doesn't tell you about getting a permit. <laughs> in the city of Chicago, well, we does. just thought of an idea here, George. Yeah, Joe. yeah, we that's can a good we idea. can start a YouTube channel on we how should. to yell at city officials, or uh, well, you know they're, they're, they 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 try to help you. They they're willing to help you. Um, we have a great relationship with most of the department, uh, be it a clerk uh, at the front desk, could be a, a project manager that handles the plans, could be a deputy commissioner that approves. Uh, Making decisions on on uh, some things that might be um, walking a fine line, uh, all the way to the commissioner. The commissioner is extremely uh, uh, resident and owner friendly. Are the billing commissioner that we have today, and uh, so they all understand the the fight that people have with contractors sometimes, or uh, even an expediter or an architect. So they try they try their hardest to get you in and out of there. They don't want the the bottlenecky either. You know, everybody in the real estate world, you know, back during the crash, people were losing their homes. Mm. Uh, some people would go and hire attorneys to help save their homes. And, you know, a lot of the lenders are out there saying, you don't even need one. Don't pay for that. You can do it yourself. Uh, permits, you can do it yourself. What is the uh, – you can. You can do anything yourself. Um, but what is – the average time for somebody not hiring a company like yourselves um, typically to get a permit for, let's just say, a brand-new construction project. Oh, wow. You want to build your own house. Yeah. And you have your architectural plans. Mm-hmm. And you submit. What's the average time for that person uh, that wants to take it upon himself to do the whole project on his own, maybe even G- GC his own project, which is really getting mucky now, but let's just keep going, um, <laughs> versus, versus <laughs> hey, I can do anything. <laughs> let's just get that straight. Versus... Hiring Winnie City Consulting through the process. Well, I'll let Rob finish this, but I could just say that I think yeah, somebody trying to do it on their own, it's probably a two month process where we could probably cut that in half. That's it, two months. Yeah, no way in heck. New building. I have a project. New new building. You guys know about this project, Roscoe. Two years in the making. Well, that's because it's yours. That's because it's yours. No, I'm serious. My client has been waiting for permits a whole year. The contractor told us. Did they do it on their own though? No, they hired. They hired. No, they didn't hire an expediter. That's the difference between a GC doing it and getting permits themselves versus an expediter. Well, Well, there's plans. It depends on your architect. That's what I was just going to say. Some architects take like the gestation period of an elephant just to (laughs) give you a, a. some plans and not firing all of, everybody and not all of them are that knowledgeable you know with chicago building codes i mean you know they might be great designers and whatnot and, and give the customer what they want but does it really meet code and that's where we kind of come in and and we initially look at it and say listen guys we need to show this this way or that way if we're going to expedite it and get this through the system so the presentation you know how to package it we and do, let's yeah. face it i mean you open up saying no one wants to take the day off and no one wants to you know pay for parking downtown but in the world of the ubers and the amazons and like getting yeah. food delivered to your 
your front yeah. the front door. People want this done for them, especially if they don't know the process, though. And I think, Nick, you were talking more about the intricacies of wrapping it up and presenting it. Like, what do we need to do? What is our next step? My client seriously lost his property in a fire. And so a year ago, now it's, well, actually now it's going to be two years. I was supposed to list it and bring it on the market this year, you know, at the height of the market, which is now. And we're still nowhere near completion because of permits um, not being issued. Hmm. Probably a lot of revisions on that. Yeah. With oh, architectural yeah. drawings. Corrections. So when be... you're saying a two, two month timeline, I mean, that sounds like. It's in a perfect an world, you know, a okay. perfect. Uh, um, I mean, I can vouch because yeah. I did seven projects you know, renovations. These were gut rehabs. And you and got I permits needed, for I all of them? full gut Because we're taking permits. addresses right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know them all. He got all my oh, permits. Oh, Joe got it. Okay. He got all my permits for all the trades, and it was a three to four week process. That's awesome. But there was a way that he let me get started on the project, not having to wait for my HVAC permit or my electrical permit. There's ways, ins and outs, to let the you know, owner, rehabber, per se, get started on the project immediately. And that's what I leaned on them for because they know those ins and outs. Legally, by the way. Legally, yes. yeah. Right. We, we well, recommend in certain situations, you know, <laughs> well, breaking the project up, part. doing an interior demolition. Legally. <laughs> We're here to do everything and tell everybody how to do things legally. For oh. the illegal way of doing things, yeah. catch our other show, <laughs> Market No Drive. <laughs> um, no, but here, you, 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 there's this conception now. I'm just trying to think like a, an everyday consumer. Well... You if I'm are. hiring, if I'm hiring an architect that is supposedly really great and knows what he's doing, or it's an architect I've used over the years, shouldn't an architect know all this stuff? Shouldn't an architect pretty much know the ins and outs of every city? Shouldn't my permit just go right in and go right out? I mean, architects, you know, are paid to know this stuff, aren't they? I mean, they're not just designers; they're also supposed to be knowledgeable about codes and, uh, especially, an experienced architect. So, what would you uh, say to somebody that um, has that kind of mentality? I think the the code, it it changes a lot. I mean, just this past April, City Council passed uh, all these changes as far as roof decks go. You know, there's been a a spew of garage roof decks and roof decks going up on principal buildings. And uh, the building department and the zoning department both kind of worked together and came up with a whole new set of regulations to help, uh, you know, get these things through uh, and ensure safety. You know, ensure that the life safety of people is, uh, you know, preserved. Um, but, I get that. Uh, I mean, it's all about the safety and making sure that everything is up to code, right? Yes. And a good example is um, it could cost you anywhere from four to 7000 bucks for a variation to get that roof deck put on, right? What's a variation? <clears throat> it's the Zoning Board of Appeals. Well, yeah, there's certain setback requirements, uh, both you know with zoning and and even with building code as far as frame construction goes. You have to be uh, a certain distance away from your lot lines or your, your okay. the property line that you share with your neighbor, and uh, so that's you know the architects. Yes, their job is to know that, but not all of them you know are down at city hall on a consistent basis. And you know I've seen architects with the you know the 2005 building code in their office, and that's what they're going off of. Yeah. You know, a code book from oh, a oh, decade. Yeah, architect that's built a lot in the suburbs and I wants to do a project a in the city. Yes. And that's where you should really be yeah. cautious of and, an architect. And we should applaud the city for making that decision because it's caused a person to, man, I want a roof deck. Everybody else has one. So they go and build it without a permit, without using the proper non-combustible materials or what have you. And I know of an incident where a guy built this roof deck on his garage on a very tight 
block. He didn't have the right setback from his neighbor's garage, and they were barbecuing on this wooden roof. And I like where this What's is that going. Name? I like <laughs> where this is going. Yeah, you know oh, where was it's that going. Grocco? That was one of and it's going so mm-hmm. bad that it caused a giant fire. Next door garage caught fire. A couple cars got burned. Oh wow! The garage next door got burned. His insurance company said, "Well, you built it without a permit. How's it my fault?" So he didn't mm. get any. But how are the ribs? <laughs> <laughs> Extra wow. well done. Well done. <laughs> Very burnt. Well, I get it. I mean, so you... so the city's trying to protect you from and yourself. And here you're talking about who do we have to go yell at at city? Yeah, they're here to protect us. They they really they they're, they're watching. They want they want you to big put brother your, to protect us. Yeah, they and they the also want to make sure that your <laughs> your neck is in that noose too. You know, so I mean, to to build something without a permit could also be dangerous right and it, and now let's go to the you're a homeowner you're uh in the suburbs a very quiet neighborhood you're within your walls no one's going to see you you mm-hmm. want to just completely rip the kitchen out redo a couple bathrooms and just move on you don't have time for all these inspections and yeah. blah 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 so you you do like a mini gut rehab on your existing home you know and i can say that i know people that have done this um the problem comes later, you know. You're going, you're going to go sell the, pra- the place, right? And all of a sudden, it looks nothing like what right. the city has on file, and you're trying to get. Um, I've seen it at closing where somebody got twenty thousand dollars back, based on, <clears throat> excuse me, based on what the fees would be for plans, permits, and someone to do the work, and contractors, even after the fact. So. Uh, that could be another one. You know, you're you're all set and ready to go. You got your closing day. You're thinking, well, I'm gonna sp- I'm going on vacation with that money. I'm going to buy a new car. I'm going to buy that other house, and then the rug gets pulled out right at the closing, where the buyer might say, "Hey, what about these violations that no one mentioned?" Right. And then suddenly it's like humana humana, and. We see a lot of that. You do. Did you just do Ralph Cramden? <laughs> I did. You I just did, did Ralph no, Cramden from well, the honeymoon. Actually, I did Fred Flintstone, <laughs> who was was Ralph Cramden, <laughs> but I'm, in color. Norton. And, and wait a minute. Norton. Wait, isn't your last name Norton? <laughs> no, it's you close. Got... It's close. <laughs> Abdullah. <laughs> it's close to Nolta. <laughs> oh, my Abdullah. God. He's never been cut off. Uh, I love it. Joe, you're my favorite kind of guy. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. So thank it's peak season, right? And this show is it's just following a one that we have last week about new construction. And then we've also talked about flipping and rehabbing properties and we get it chicago is hot right now everybody wants to get into flipping game uh, but then can you just give our listeners um just one point of advice like where do we start if you're thinking of like investing money to buy and flip and people want to avoid that and cut corners with respect to permits because it's pricey it's time consuming and it just messes up the profitability of you know the profit margins what do you say to them how do you start uh, I always say you start by hiring us to do the the proper research. You know, we'll we'll you know look at the property. We'll look up what the building department has on file, any open violations, 
and you know we'll give you recommendations from there. Um, we'll also look at old um, maps. The uh, City of Chicago Library System they've digitized the Sanborn fire insurance maps, which will show how a building looked for the last hundred years, and we could see, hey, was there was that a rear addition built legally, or did somebody just put it up? Because once you close on that property. Um, you know, you're taking the whole responsibility for whatever's there. Even if it was done before I bought it. Even if it was done 40, 50, 60 years no ago. No way. Yes. Here's a great example I, I tell my clients all the time when they walk in. If I just sold you my car with a cracked windshield, you give me the... But six, I can see that. But you're taking it, right? Right. And you drive two blocks away and the police pull you over, they're not giving me the ticket anymore. You got it. But you just. But I can argue you, I didn't know about it. You just talked about time and money and it's peak season and blah, 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 right? He just told you that 60 days versus 30 days. And if, I mean, to me, 30 days in all construction in any real estate means a nice chunk of money. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah, it does. Because now I, mean, I miss it, my window. A, if, you're, if you're building to resell, 30 days is a lot of money. You could miss your window, as you, as you just said, yeah. especially in certain suburbs and school districts and blah, 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 all that stuff. But what if you're. Just a homeowner and, you know, mortgage payments and, and uh, you're still paying rent or whatever you're doing elsewhere. I mean, 30 days is 30 days. Well, the fines, the court time, <clears throat> and if your building's in a LLC, uh, you'll have to hire an attorney. You'll have to <clears throat> go to court. You'll definitely get a fine. And then the city Whoa, whoa, will go back on... to the fines. What are we talking about here, fines? You it don't pay them anyways. Five, six, <laughs> could be five, six hundred bucks. How much? Five to six hundred dollars. That is a lot of money. Per thing, well, though. Per, per thing. Violation. Per violation. Yeah, but, but also, then you still have to get the permit once you're caught. And you pissed and everybody you, off already. And you also pay a stop work order fee that's assessed. So the, so the moral of the story is don't do it. Right. Do your due diligence before yeah. you close on anything. You're, Think about all the workers that you just put out, too, your crew. Now they can't work on that project. Mm -hmm. And they're stalled. Look at you, the big picture of it all. They may not come back. I'm a realtor. I'm looking at peak market times. I'm looking at the fact that I can't bring this property on the market now. And then Mm -hmm. now you're talking about 30 to 60, like what Nick says. Now I'm in September. But they just told you that there's ways to start the project immediately, where you don't have to wait for the electrical permit. Wait, how do I do that? If you don't have violations. Okay. Right Now, let's say you got a violation on your porch. Mm -hmm. You can't repair your kitchen without addressing the porch. But if you don't, and this is something you bought and you say, you know what, I want to f- just rehab this place. I'm going to take a bedroom out and this and that. Well, you could do the kitchen. We can get, a, get you a permit for kitchen and bathroom. So while you're starting that, then you could move into getting your, your full permit. Yeah, But that's of- why to contact people like yourselves, you kind of give them at least a head start. Like this is where you can start immediately and exactly. then while you're working through everything else. We can break down the scope of work of the project. So, so like you're a, working in lead. It's brilliant. Yes. Right. As far as a full gut rehab goes, we'll go in for a removal of non-load bearing partitions, which that permit can probably be done in about two weeks. And as that's being done, the full building permit is being reviewed by all the other examiners. So. What's scarier is people don't even know every single type of permit, and every city's got different layers of stuff. Yes. I mean, you know, some people, I think some suburbs don't even require a demolition permit. Some do, some don't. Am I not correct about that? Some of them. Some. <laughs> yeah. They we, require, or dumpster <clears throat> permits. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, there's just like a permit on everything, you know, and like I said earlier, even a glass, drinking a glass of water might require a permit in some places. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I it's know creepy to know. Because I love water. Yeah. <laughs> it's creepy to know that there's there's just so much going on. Yeah. And 
we're we're kind of focused around Chicago right now, but again, we've I know you and I have done flips outside of Chicago and you learn something new, especially every time you walk into a new suburb, you're like, Wait, what? I've never had to do that before. Wait, huh? Well, What's about that for, you know? About like I said, back to their they're protecting you from yourself. Uh back in the nineties there was a porch collapse. It was the first big one. And I happen to have been working in the alderman's office of that district. So I went out to it right away in the morning. And it was horrible. The scene was horrible, of course. I had kids that age that would be hanging out on a porch, uh, you know, but at a party maybe. But there were kegs of beer and there were there were way too many people on this porch. But what really happened was they started to make the porch sway because there were so many people on it. They felt it moving. Well, it just wasn't built for that type of uh, party. It was built just to run up the stairs, maybe put your groceries in. When you're moving, take the stove and fridge out. And even then, it probably didn't have the, the right capacity to hold that many people. Yeah. So. Was that the Wrigleyville collapse, no, though? No, no. This was in Wicker Park. Oh, it wow. It was um, yeah, well, on we, Wicker we, Park Street, I think, actually. We had the big news story. What was it eight years ago? Yeah. Where a whole party deck fell yeah. and, like, people got killed the whole nine years. Right. So, so how does something like that happen? Um, how does that get through the cracks where, you know, you have a – it's a huge deck. looks like something you should be able to party on. It's in the backyard of your house. I would almost guarantee that they probably didn't pull building permits. And the other part of the permit process is they require your contractors to all be, you know, city of Chicago licensed and bonded insured contractors. So if you're not getting a building permit, um, you know, then sometimes these guys are using substandard contractors who don't care. They're not going to make sure that that deck is built to support a hundred pound per square foot live load. And, um, you know, these things will happen then. And that's the thing, right? We're, we're, we're laughing about this topic because we know how annoying the process is yep. uh, because we're all investors. But at the same time, we're here to protect our consumers and we're here to advise you on what best route to take. And obviously, it's going to be time consuming and it's going to be costly. But the end goal is to not get in trouble in the future. Right. And I love, Joe, what you said about protecting yourself from, you know, protecting from yourself. Yeah. Um, because what, what do you say to these homeowners or landlords that are now renting out attics or, you know, what we call in-law basements yeah. or in-law attics? And we're seeing yeah. a lot of that as market peaks for rental. People, everybody's trying to rent out what part of their property, right. airbnb it. So, you know, are people at some point complaining and, and turning people in that this was built illegally or yeah. it's an illegal basement, illegal attic? Sure. Here, here's my, my classic story. I got two of them, but here's the best. And this lady was an educated news reporter from Columbia. She had a friend here in Chicago, and she found a four-unit building for her to come and buy. Okay. In truth, it was a single-family bungalow on the northwest side. And it happened to be two doors down from the best precinct captain for that alderman in the, in the oh ward. Oh, boy. <laughs> and what he, what, what the, how they found out was when they rented the attic apartment, the basement apartment, the main floor she lived on, and then the four guys living in the garage. <laughs> the coach house. No, the garage. It sounds like a coach house. Well, it, 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 the coach house had this, had this like 12... I need to see the remarks on that listing. 12 Beautiful inch coach house. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. 12 inch, 12 inch pipe going from the house all the way to the garage, and inside this 12 inch pipe 
was a water line, a gas line, and electric. Oh, Jesus and then when we opened the you garage, can't blame them for being innovative. No, and, and the sad part was these were guys who were trying to make a living that lived there, uh, four people paying their rent, but they also worked at restaurants late at night. So when they came home at two in the morning from closing the pizza joint, they decided to have a little four, four three, two on two basketball game in the alley of their apartment and kind of had the music on loud. And this is a neighborhood that's changing, kind of like Portage Park area. Okay. So uh, in that area. Um, and that kind of set off some red flags and sirens. And that's how she was able to have the inspectors come visit her. So they complain about the noise because these yes. guys are partying at Yes, and then they found odd out. hours. Yep, and then they found out, how come... All these cars. We're, we're seeing more cars on the block. That must have been a cool coach house. Yes. It was a one-level um, garage door, big <laughs> garage door, four beds, and AstroTurf grass uh, carpeting. Nice. Um, and yeah. they had a sink. They had a sink, but, <laughs> but, but no toilet. No toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that was another so thing, you know. Maybe the was... toilet was out the door there. <laughs> the sink so was more, the toilet? Yeah. I mean, Come on. Well, maybe. There I was mean, a sewer. The toilet right outside the yeah. garage. All kidding aside, you're talking about a cool, fun party pad. But let's yeah. face it. Let's talk With about. no toilet? Well, I mean. That's a lot of fun. They're playing well, at the alley. The, the sad alley, part was she bought this, gave the guy a chunk of money down in cash, and he went back to Columbia, and she was making payments to him according to the rents that she was receiving. And now she wound up having to sell the house because she couldn't keep paying. Her, you know, she was getting three hundred on the top, four hundred in the basement, maybe another right. two or three hundred in the garage. But that's a problem because she thought she was buying a for a legal four unit building, right, right. and they didn't do their due diligence at the time of purchase, and then they just inherited. It was a the cash problem. deal, friend to friend kind oh, of. Oh, nice, give good me, friends. Give me fifty grand down, <laughs> yeah, seriously, and I'm going to leave the country, and you mail it to this post office box. Wow, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and and you're talking about you know again a party pad, but let's what about the Pilsons of the world, the little village of the world, mm-hmm. the Bronzeville, the. South Shore area where people are flipping properties without permits. What about, you know, like the neighborhoods where people are like, let's just keep our doors closed and not do it. Yeah. I mean, I had an issue like four years ago with a client. It was coming from California. realized that Chicago was hot. This was Washington Park area. Mm. Um, so, or Washington Heights, I'm sorry. And decided that he would go to Home Depot, pick up employees to come and do the work, mm-hmm. and then later not pay them, and he never pulled permits. So he was illegal all around. Sure. People are doing this kind of business, and that's why we're here to elevate your real estate IQ about the do's and don'ts, because you can't get away with it. Eventually, you're going to get caught. Is right. that what you're saying? Yeah, if you keep spinning the wheel, eventually, you know. Yeah. Carla got caught. <laughs> Wait, what? Busted. Carla got caught. Ah, Nick, what are you doing? Focus. I am focused. What is... I didn't do anything. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, but hey, no, here's another one. I was really upset about this because it, it's. I have to sell these properties, and I like to tell my clients I'm not putting my name on something like that because I could get in trouble as well, right? As a licensed yes. real estate broker, yes. you have to disclose. Yeah. So what you're, are you going to do now? You're going to pull permits properly? You can. Get an expediter. Call us first. Call you're going to call us first, and if you want, you want, you know... But you Joe, everybody's answers, buying two flats, to too. Everybody's buying multi-units. Look, I got a, a client right now. The yeah. file's on hold. Because it's registered as a legal, non-conforming two-unit. Underwriting says we need a rebuild letter. Never once 
have I been able to get a rebuild letter in the city of Chicago in the burbs all day long? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's Never. a rebuild letter? If That's... the thing goes down, can the same exact structure be put back up so oh, that the right. lender's protected with the same collateral that it approved? Okay. So we reach out to the building department 60 days to get a rebuild letter. That's painful. Yes. Two weeks to get a zoning cert, but we don't need a zoning cert. We need a rebuild letter. Yes. So you guys so, can expedite something like that. We do. Yes, we do. We've yes, uh, applied we do. for these rebuild letters, and uh, we've got them in about half that time, Grocco. Yeah. Wow. So. I was just going to say you didn't call me for that, Grocco. Well, I just found <laughs> out yesterday. Your, your father <laughs> figure. You're going to call. <laughs> He's going to call you later. Stepfather figure. Stepfather. <laughs> <laughs> he loves I everybody. I, 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 just, I didn't even go to Godfather figure. figure. I just went Was he even a good baseball player? I think he Actually, like, tries to I'm gonna tell about you. that. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Was he the slowest player? Yes. <laughs> he was also also a great hitter. Really? Really. But he, he strikes me as someone's never got past I, second base. Anybody, but, but but his uniform was clean all the time. Oh, because he never got dirty. Exactly. He, he was if he got dirty as a like twelve year old, he was pissed. Oh my god, you're all you know, I would take dirt and throw it when he wasn't looking <laughs> right. on his back and stuff. Coach, I Joe. wanted to wear this next game without washing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's because every time I came up, I had a home run. Yeah, Whatever. I didn't have to slide. No, he was. Yeah, he was. He was a very run. good hitter. He was a very, very good hitter. Just slow. Fast, fast wrists. <laughs> fast wrists. Twelve years old. That's fast funny. wrists. I don't know. He strikes me as a catcher. <laughs> no, he was a third baseman. Oh yeah, they put the chubby kids at third. Really? Base. Can we go back to real estate now? We we're we're going back. We're going back. <laughs> we don't want to hear about Croco. You you brought in the baseball you story. Did. You did. You, but you, Croco, you, you started it. Going, he plays. Uh, what did you play when you go play? Um, oh, forget it. Just stop. Just she has What's no idea. What are you playing now? What are you playing? He's playing loan officer. When he went to play golf, he was wearing this magic matching outfit with white pants and a red shirt. What's yeah. the line, bro? You look good, you feel good. You feel good, you play good. You play good, you eat good. <laughs> I got to remember that. Yeah. I just eat good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to remember any of that. Thanks. So, what a uh, Yeah, take it back. Take it back. Take it back. Let's get the permits. Okay, uh, what were we talking about? I permits, lo- permits, wait, permits. so nobody caught no one caught this, right? Cuz I'm always looking for the next best opportunity. But yes. you said Portage we, Park. Well, are you saying I'm, Portage it was Park like, because a lot of people are pulling permits in Portage Park? Or it might have been Portage, Indiana now that I'm Oh, thinking. look at you. Don't confuse our <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Okay, but it was somewhere in a like a, I, I use that as an example. It was twenty years an ago. Area too. that's changing. Oh, no, Portage Park is hot right now. You know, that no, was the changing. The story he was telling. Okay. Yeah. Talking about was twenty years. But ago. insight, Portage Park is hot. Joe, is yeah. Area that's changing. You're about to hit something very important. That's probably the most important time to be all over or have consultants yes. for pulling permits because yes. things are changing so fast. Like, especially like come February, you're trying to get something done. When do most changes happen? January first. Do a lot of stuff. I mean, doesn't a lot of stuff kick in at a certain time? You mean rules, rules, ordinances? Yes. Yeah, they do. So, like, here you are. You did something, let's say, in the same neighborhood back in October. Mm -hmm. Don't be shocked that February it doesn't fly the same way. That is correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at that, Amadi. You were paying attention. Because yeah. I've been the ass that got birthed on January 3rd. <laughs> so you were the Over and problem. over and over. I'm like, wait, I just did this three weeks ago. Hey, like, yeah, by the way, January 3rd, yeah. Bobby Hall's birthday. I just want to make a note of that. <laughs> Robert Car- Car- Marvin Hall. Carla my favorite. Know who she has is. no idea who that is. Carla. Bobby Hall. Head. It's with a U. She Hall? doesn't even know who Michael Jordan is. So just let <laughs> her be. Are you serious right now? My son plays baseball. I hope you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Michael Jordan. He was a great baseball player. He was the best baseball. Don't player you remember ever. when he had to play baseball? Right, right. Here we go. Did By he the play way, baseball. He did. You play know baseball. what? Can I just tell you this? Michael Jordan 
is a client of Windy City Consulting. Shut up. See, I just wanted to plug that. Yeah, I have to say it. You're welcome. Look yeah. at that. You know yeah. MJ. Wait, I would love to meet Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, tell him he's Michael the best Jackson. hockey player he's ever you've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we seriously see? This is what happens when we get friends in the room with his restaurant that he is with. All permits. With yep, you we did all that. we did all the permits for so you do commercial both as well, of his then. both times he did his restaurants and with the great chef Billy Kim. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, so what you're trying to say, Joe, is you're highly connected. Very. You're the guy that knows oh, the guy. Connected is a is a really tough word on an Italian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Do> not, yeah. <laughs> he sorry. is an Italian yeah. from the city of yeah, Chicago. Yeah, what's the matter with you? <laughs> Don't use connected in yeah. this room. Jesus no, you could Christ. say that I'm a you know, I'm gonna use the word of like two generations after me. We have a good network. Ooh, yeah. that's fantastic. We our network friends. our network is quite large. <laughs> Spanning from the north side to the south side. Yes. The entire city flag. All four stars and the two waters. <laughs> <laughs> so you're definitely someone to know. Especially I would I would like to know me if I weren't me. <laughs> well, but, well, tell hey, that was all, pretty good. Aside from a little girl like me, I want to drop the mic after that. Aside from being a kick-ass permit dis- permit uh, consultant, yeah. You're a celebrity. Yeah, no. he is. Yeah, you're he on is. TV. I've yes, seen you on is. TV. Oh, we're going to go there. Tell us the commercial you're on, Joe, so our, so our viewers can go to TV. But I'm not on it anymore. The guy's goofed. They were. didn't keep hiring me. Well, he's, so he's, tell, he's done a couple videos. Too, you're like the mattress videos. king, aren't you? I was. I seen you sprawling out on mattresses. <laughs> yes. Yeah? Laying around, rolling yes. around on the mattresses. Yes. I had to quit when they wanted me to jump off the Hancock and land on a, a truckload of mattresses. Oh, that's what I would call it. I said, what are you nuts? Don't I have a stuntman? Yeah. How do you go from permits to They said Danny DeVito wasn't model. available, so I didn't know what to do. You're a lot younger and better looking than Danny DeVito. I am, For yes. the record. And I don't eat sausages out of my pocket. There you go. See, I like you already. Thank you. So, like, a poor girl like me you eat doesn't sausages. have a lot of resources <laughs> all the time why are you getting, why i feel like this is a sports channel with hey my high school kids are listening to this <laughs> yes and he earmuffs kids wrong with eating sausages listen uh, i guess nothing the question goes back to money right yes and profitability margins yes Can, it doesn't cost an average that girl much. like oh you know where i was going it doesn't cost that <laughs> this much this is what i started okay she's so, she's so cheap <laughs> She's so I don't give like us, that give word. us an idea. Hold I don't on, like so let, let's just get serious for a second. Okay, give us an idea. If I'm gonna go, if I'm building ground up, yeah, what's your average cost? I'm raising a 2,500 square foot home in the city of Chicago. I want to hire you guys. What's kind of an average cost to get permits expedited from Winnie City uh, ballpark? I mean, our fees are probably I would say around the thousand dollar range. Yeah, and then the city fees are probably around the same, if not fifteen hundred. Out of the ground, though, there is a zoning hiss. If you're building on a vacant lot that did not have a building, there's something they have called the open space impact fee, and they hit you for another thousand dollars for that. Come on, what is the open space space impact fee? (laughs) Who are you going to impact, and what does that mean? Is that what they call that? That is. That you're See, do they charge the, that at nightclubs? Because I think I paid that. <laughs> you did. After, after a one in the morning, they'll, yeah. they'll get you for that. They're like, oh, you're going to have to pay the impact fee, Mr. Romero. Right. I'm like, great. Let Look, it rain. My rehabs, when I was doing my rehabs all in with architectural drawings, I was at about $2,800 with permits and for each trade. That's awesome. But going back that's to $1,000. That sto- that's since he stopped right. using us Fall for part. this. That cert, you know, that's going to have to Ballpark go Ballpark, $1,000, but you could possibly move it from a 60-day window to a 30-day yeah. window. This is a no-brainer. And that's like the cost of staging a property, about plus or minus. So drop the stage, get your permits, <laughs> do it right. Exactly. I would say do Keep it both. right. You know, here, here's the one thing I tell people. We're older now. You know, shortcuts Speak are for, for yourself. Yeah, no, no, no. Come if you're in, you're in business, right? 
Yes. You're you're more mature. You're more responsible. Do it right once because you have something else to get to. You don't want to have to go backwards and say, man, why didn't I do it this way? It's got value. It's got value to you. You have children, right? You have children. You teach them. You know, shortcuts are cool when you're going to school through 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 the gangway, through the yard, whatever. Shortcuts in this isn't going to work because in this day and age, you know, we got these babies. Mm-hmm. You've got the snitcher next door. Yep. Or the snitcher, snitcher. in your building. Snitcher. One day you just woke up and forgot to say snitches. <laughs> get listen you to know. Joey Permits talking about snitches. <laughs> well, I know all about them because people come in and and I tell them I say, "Do you think the city has a machine that that <laughs> looks into your third floor window yes. and says, "Wow, they totally rehab that unit." No, somebody like a plastic fork and a. Spoon. I know someone's got a camera into my third floor window. Well, yeah, but that's only in your bathroom. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's more than my bathroom. But this reminds me—it's like laying tile. You know, you do it right the first time. Yo, you never have to you work. Do it well. You do it right the first yeah. time. You don't have to go back and do it again and again the, and again. The fines alone, <laughs> the aggravation, go. and then yeah. here's another good one. Um, we're trying to we tr- we we can remove violations that have been remedied. See, that's what I want to hear. How do we fix on the, the city's on the city's system? Pr- system, we can remove those. Ooh. It takes a while. And that's another issue that you may, you know, you're talking about my window. Well, what if a what if a buyer says, I'm not buying that. Those violations are still on there. Right. And you already paid for an architect. You paid for the drawings, your permits, uh, the city fees, your contractors. The work is done after the fact of these violations. And now it's still showing up, right? And now we got to, you know, deal with the inspectors and, and kind of go back to their bosses and make sure it gets off the system. It gets signed off. Each inspector has to sign off the HVAC, the plumbing, et cetera. And that's another time-consuming issue. So what shortcut you think you're saving and the few dollars you think you're saving, your window, I, which I'm not familiar with of your sales windows, but you do know They're always the value. Too. Yeah, it's, it's like a guy that's borrowing hard money mm-hmm. on a building. Right. You know, um, is it worth to, is it worth giving us, especially then a thousand right? bucks, uh, which is by the way, wherever the camera is right now, the cheapest in the city of Chicago. Look um, at that, Joey permits. <laughs> that's right, bringing the price down. But yeah, yeah. Everyone listening, Margaret. Mention this show; it'll be nine hundred and ninety-nine dollars. <laughs> we will give you a super big daddy discount right now. Call in right now. Oh Boom! My God. It sounds like the mattress king. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that is the mattress king right there. You yeah. just got all. I saw that commercial. I, I went mattressy. I had to go. So. Um, I agree, though. Like, yeah. seriously, it, it's very important that they do that because then you're going to regret it later. And if we're putting properties on the market, I've never thought to get our, you know, multi-unit properties with when I'm representing my buyer clients to check for these circumstances or these, situ- like, you know, with these permits. Like, yep. how do I do that as a realtor? Where do I start? Call Windy City Consulting okay. for free. Yes. <clears throat> we have. You heard it at Market Overdrive. We're giving for you a free, free. It's a free phone call. <laughs> free phone call. Absolutely free. Everything I don't know else? if we'll we'll call back. No, but we will call you back, and it's a free phone call, and we'll do Look some research. He's like, I'll call you back. He yes. will. He's the best of callbacks. Did you ever hear when Joe answers the phone in Winnie City? 
Ring, ring. What do you want? <laughs> What's your problem? That's how he gets Who's things speaking? done. Who's speaking? <laughs> Who is this? But he gets things done. Are you friends done. with Vito? Are you friends with Vito? Hold on. Let me get a pen. What do you think I'm doing here? Taking messages? So anyway. But 15 minutes on the phone with you, and you're able to dig up a lot of information because I've had the pleasure yes. of using your services in the past. Thank free. you. Thank you. Thank you, Grox. Well, <laughs> for the connection. And the fr- thanks for the coffee. Well, you know what? And actually, as a realtor, Free right? We're coffee. we're Free. inviting our realtor family, our friends, our network. Yes, I'm connected too, Joe. I love it. <laughs> oh God, <just laughs> shut up! God, she's no, always trying to be somebody that she's she got the want. hookup. She's, <laughs> I'm not connected. I don't know you're nobody. Not you don't know nobody. Everybody she knows, knows me. us. <laughs> she knows us. So now Wait, she's connected. Can I tell you? That's exactly what I need to do. I just know these two. Hey, can you get me somebody? She has to used do? us to all oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> to connect her to the world. She's and like, she I'm cool now. Clients. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Those are the clients that we're trying to close. Your clients, actually. Remember? Mm-hmm. The two flat in the city. Mm-hmm. I had to call him because it was, we thought it was a three flat. My clients right. knew it was a three flat. Right. We've got it under contract in three days because multi, multi-unit multi properties are flying off the market. Mm-hmm. Remember I called you because yep. then the appraiser came in and messed everything up for everybody. Starting eh, appraisers. I don't know about that one. I think the realtor didn't do some due diligence to find uh, out what the true <laughs> zoning of that property was. Interesting. My mm-hmm. client knew he had a zoning. He had a zoning certificate. Are full of shit. Really? We Sometimes. went there. Did you he just that. say that? Come Do-do. on. This is WGN. <laughs> we have to be more. I'm gonna leave the show because I'm a mommy. We have to and be. And I don't like appreciate your. We cannot say the s word. I thought we could. So no, don't do that shit on the radio anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I can't cope today. Well, this is really. I'll tell you what, Rob crazy. here yes, Rob. is awesome at research, um, and I always thought I was pretty good at it. But he really is fantastic, and he'll come back with things because we'll check water records, we'll check voter records, we'll voter go records. into the board of elections. Yeah, see, we're giving out secrets here. If any of you competitors are watching, tough luck. So. <laughs> We'll, we'll go and check that possibly in 1942, somebody actually lived in that basement. What? And that's oh. before 1957, which is when the zoning rules and laws came in effect, right? And if someone uh, didn't live there, we could say someone did live there. Well, I won't. I got a friend that did live I there. I can't do that. I got a friend that lived everywhere. I'm just kidding, man. So, but, but truthfully, um, there's a ton of research. And before you buy something that you think you're buying and you make a huge mistake... Uh, one of my high school, uh, former high school players, buying a house with his parents. The, luckily, the parents said, "Call Joe." Called us. I said, "That's not a three flat. That's a straight up two flat." The basement was like six foot two inches. Nothing in there except a furnace in the middle, and they're trying to say that somebody lived there because they had put a sink, a kitchen sink, and a toilet inside. It's a really short person. Yes, and it was. It was. They said, oh, well, my grandma lived down there, and it was a, a in-law apartment. There's no such thing as that, and there's no such thing as grandfathered in. Oh, that's a key word. Yeah, that grandfathered, grandfathered stuff. In. That was it's a variance. That was just, I believe, um, I believe, uh, something to do with voting back in the old days. I think that history is amazing. I'm in love with you today, Joe. 
You're in love with everybody you. that comes on the show. I love Joe. He knows more you than you. You love everybody. Don't don't let her fool you. Watch some of the old shows. She loves everybody. <laughs> I'm gonna. I like I'm gonna it, do Joe. that. Rob, Joe. would you do all the research? Better. <laughs> do the research on it. Find out who's right in her basement. We're gonna. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. So we're you at the 45 minute mark. You know that, right? Yes, we're at the 45 minute. We are. That this has gone by really fast. <laughs> would you talk about my basement? <laughs> what did you say? Yeah. I can't focus. What's that address? Now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I whatever. I, can I tell you a quick story yes, about, about you, who, cares if I who you could who you could trust and who you can't? Nobody. Yes. A Big couple walked into my office many years ago. The husband is pacing back and forth behind the wife talking to me at the counter. And she gives me the violations. I think you were there, Rob. And, and I, I'm looking at the violations. I said, this is clear that somebody snitched on you. Somebody called. You got a snitch you. in the neighborhood. You <laughs> definitely do. <laughs> because it's no, it, it was like even more internal. It was mm-hmm. like they showed him, look at this pipe leaking. Look at this doorknob broken inside the unit. Well, I said, somebody definitely called on you. The husband got walking back and forth furious. Shut up. I know where this is going. Are you serious? Who snitched? The husband. His Worse. Mis- his mistress. Worse. <laughs> what? Her father. <laughs> here's why yo daddy's a snitch no no here's why a snitch. it was his you building snitch snitch. yes <laughs> that's awesome it, it was his building originally and he went and uh got it underwater they were oh so he's about to lose the family building and so the daughter and son came to the rescue of papa and said dad here's the deal you live in the basement you stay in the basement we'll rent out the the, the unit so that we can get some income and you could stay here rest of your life. So the dad reported his slumlord daughter. No slumlord. He reported himself. He reported reported himself because, and then the the husband just came clean. He says, you know what? I'm trying to make all these repairs and every day this guy still thinks he owns the house. Oh, you're doing it wrong. Oh, you shouldn't paint this. Oh. Yeah, because it was his house for 40 years. He wasn't doing it right. Right. It was his house 40 years and then he went and got one of those mortgages where, you know, he bought two Hummers and, and went to Vegas and, and, then, and then said, and then the loan, the loan came, right? The bill came in and he was like, I, I don't have that money. Wow. So they started all the proceedings, etc. So the, the daughter and son-in-law bail him out so he can live in that house. They were even paying more than it was worth just so he could live there comfortably. And he got in the argument with the son-in-law about who's fixing what and this and that. And he, he actually went to the billing department, gave him the address with pictures. Wow. And said, look at this. It's an illegal apartment. I'll let you in. So. Someone's always watching and you don't know who you're going to You upset. got it. Yep. Do it right. Do it right Sometimes the first time. you wake time. up, you don't say hello to your neighbor, she snitches on you because you looked at her the wrong way. Mm. Yep. So we're at the end here. Oh, boy. What does that mean? I don't speak dummy language. It's time for you to wrap up the show. It's you been 45. I'm getting it in my ear. They're like, you got to get out of here, man. WGN has other people. You're not the only people. I thought they loved us here. Would nope. she love us here? No, it, so WGN awesome. means we got to go now. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Market Overdrive. We're here every Wednesday. And, of course, you can share and subscribe to our podcast. I'm sorry, our shows on www.marketoverdrive.com as well as YouTube. And you can always get a hold of our guests if you email us at info at marketoverdrive.com. But if you want a strict connection with the boss or to the boss, where, do, where can they reach you, Mr. Joe G? JG. Uh, you can call Joe or Rob at 773-252. Nine four five three. 
And how about you? Any words of advice, Mr. Developer, Contractor, Let's not be frugal. GC? Spend a few thousand dollars. Cheap. To get your, you call me cheap on the show. You are cheap to get these permits expedited and do it right. Because time is money. Got to let our guests give us one last parting thought before we go. What's your advice to anybody listening? The, the most fundamental thing to get everyone going. Uh, I would say do your research. Before buying it, You know, give us a call. Let us take a look at what zoning district you're in. Let us take a look at what the city has on file. And let us get a feel of what you want to do and what you want for your property. And we'll tell you if it's possible. <clears throat> Yeah, especially for all of you who are going to these like one-day seminars and people are telling you how to flip and how to be an investor, and they're not telling you to add this little line item on that um, you know budget, you should definitely do that. Replace it with something else, but don't cut corners this way because it's going to come back to hunt you. And anything that we do, like a $2,500 investment with zoning and certificates or getting you know whatever the right zoning certificates, it's going to cost you more. Because when we're at the closing table and this comes up, it's going to fall apart. And then you're 30 days, 60 days again back and you lose your loan. It's a big mess. So you got to prepare. Might lose your buyer. For sure, lose the buyer. And we also check contractors so to, to verify that they are, in fact, in good standing with the city of Chicago. Oh, awesome. And we'll do that for free also. That's great. So if I'm just starting, if I'm a realtor, or even if I'm buying something and I see the little remarks on that listing sheet that says grandfather in or... <sighs> you know, in-law arrangement, make sure that those kind of keywords trigger some thoughts and contact Joe so he can, you know, advise you or Robert advise you as to the best route because you're going to inherit these problems is what you're saying. Yes. yes you Go ahead. That was my close out. For the love of God, yeah. we're going to wrap this bad boy up. up. You have been listening to Market Overdrive. Today's topic as of as everybody knows, has been building codes, getting permits, and we've had the best in the business here in the city of Chicago. Joe Glorioso, also known a.k.a. Mattress King, and his partner Robert Nolter, both of Winnie City Consulting. We want to thank you guys for coming out. Thank you for the information, Thanks, and you will be able to see this show on YouTube and, of course, our website, which will probably be up in a couple of days. I should say the show will be up in a couple of days. The site, marketoverdrive.com is up. YouTube channel is up. And, of course, we're on podcast with the WGN We Good Now Network. That is Carla Mina of Coldwell Banker. That is Grago Funas. And I am Nick Mamedi of Ilone. We are done. We will see you guys next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Peace.